Now, obviously, on Saturday night, uh, the awards announced were lesser in number. So let's just explain to people, which they would mostly understand, given some clubs have had no meetings, others have had meetings with no crowds, events of the year, clubs of the year, it was a, a fait accompli that you couldn't have those awards. Yeah, we tried pretty hard to find ways to provide all clubs with a fair and reasonable way to enter. We actually looked at a two-year average so that gave every club a chance, and that, that still failed the, the, the litmus test. We just didn't have enough information for clubs who may have raced in the uh, spring of the previous year, but not this year, or vice versa, or autumn. There just wasn't a fair uh, and even uh, playing field for all clubs to involve. So, unfortunately, that meant that the club of the year, the community club of the year, and the events of the year couldn't be awarded, and hence they weren't last year either. But we still did go ahead and award six great awards for very deserving winners. Well, speaking of deserving winners, uh, I guess the big one turned out to be the horse of the year, the country horse of the year. And there were some very, very, very classy, successful horses. It was a pretty good race, pardon the pun. Uh, let's run through the finalists and then just tell our listeners the the winner. Yeah, so we actually started the process about a month or so ago and, and highlighted the top five or six performing horses based on their country cups and also just uh, races across country Victoria. So the six horses that made the, the shortlist, if you like, were Alter Hewing, Declares War, Farouk, uh, Portland Jimmy, Bungers and Wentworth. The process then is that all that information about their performances is sent out to the country clubs. Clubs then provide a, uh, a, a one through the six, six being their best performed horse, down to one their least preferred horse. And that provides the, the top three vote getters. So the top three vote getters that went into the final, if you like, were Portland Jimmy, Bungers and Wentworth, and Wentworth was the very deserving winner, having had uh, three country cups on uh, his CV, as well as a second at Ararat, and a couple of other country starts on the way. It, it was clearly the best performed horse across the season. You know, some some may argue that a certain cup is more important than others, but Bungers had uh, a pretty good uh, early part of the season. If he had a secured the Swan Hill Cup at the end of the season, he might have been a, a bigger threat, but he uh, he was a close second. And Portland Jimmy, in fact, the top three vote-getters are all very close in the voting. You know, clubs obviously vote for the horse that won their own event or their neighbouring event. So it does that provide a very fair and reasonable way to review all the performances across the season. As I say, Wentworth and Maddie Raymond uh, had a, a tremendous season, kicked off with a... Uh, a place run at Warnable way back at the start of the season, the benchmark uh, 64 race, won the three country cups, ran second at Ararat, also went on into town and won a race there, and finished the season with a, with a great rating of 94. So that's a fantastic performance from a, a really young trainer with just a few horses in her stable at the time to have a horse that performed so well. So, Darren, um, we mentioned lesser awards in number, but you actually gave two Tony Shanahan Awards. Is this because you didn't hold last year's awards? Or just explain to that before we talk about the two winners. Yeah, exactly right. Last year, we didn't uh, hold that award either, or award that award, but I felt this year that there were so many deserving recipients. And again, this is an award nominated uh, to us by clubs to provide, if you like, a a background and bio of what their uh, deserving person is. So Ken Keating was the first of the winners. Uh, Ken had... uh, served 46 years as a clerk of the course in the Bendigo region, uh, being a steward of the, the country racing family. He only retired uh, a year or so ago. And the second winner was Mark Lucas. Mark has been part of the country racing team for, or the family, if you like, for, for many, many decades. Mark was uh, one of the uh, 
uh, first female uh, chairs of the Wong Racing Club. She's also the chair of the Australian Jumps Racing Association. So she's had, uh, I think, over well over 30 years uh, in the chair of one of those two positions and was instrumental, if you like, in getting jumps racing resurgence, you know, sort of 10 or so years ago when there was a real call for it to be abandoned. Now, of the other awards, look, it, I don't really want to talk too much about myself because uh, <laughs> I'm, I really am grateful to have won the award. And I think 2013 now, seven or eight years ago, I won the media award. So just uh, so appreciative of the acknowledgement uh so it's tough for me to talk about but i just want to say that uh um i took the trouble the other day of reading uh what carolyn webb from the age had uh, put in in regards to Wong. terrific terrific stuff uh carl's work at racing.com goes without saying his uh stuff on kevin Wynn was was fantastic as well so they were well and truly uh worthy winners if, it, if they'd been given the nod so perhaps you could just talk briefly about Carl and Carolyn's work, as I said, because it's a little bit difficult for me to talk about a category that I was honoured to be a, a finalist and to have won. Yeah, that's, that's right, Andrew. So you, you were awarded the prize, and as I say, there's an independent uh, judging panel who review that from uh, people who work for Country Racing, but also Racing Victoria and the media team. And they really appraised your work as the sheer volume of work that you've done over the course of the year. I think it's 250-plus interviews you've done with Every every country club across the state in the lead up to the feature event. So that that is just uh, prices in terms of the the work you have done and the amount of uh, recognition and acknowledgement the clubs give to you. In terms of Carolyn, yeah, she wrote a great story about Tawong. I mean, they've survived 160 plus years. They were uh, really burnt down a few years ago as part of the the, the bushfires, and they worked pretty hard, Rowan. Uh, Rowan at the club uh, spent a really long, agonising 24 hours or so protecting the, the famous grandstand there, the grandstand that uh, Squizzy Toe was first arrested uh, many, many years ago. And then Carl's work was on Racing.com, uh, again, looking back at uh, Kevin Wynn, I think it was, who had been uh, part of the racing industry for, for, for many decades. So those two stories on their own were great stories, but I say your body of work was what uh, got you across the line in this, this category. And... Uh... Gee, I hope it doesn't mean that it's more so quantity than quality going forward. But uh, just there were, were a couple of other um, categories that were known, of course, of tallies and premierships. Maybe mention those. Yeah, you're right there. So the premierships uh, were awarded to the Victorian uh, apprentice jockey view, which is Laura Lafferty. Laura had uh, a tremendous season. In fact, uh, the girls dominated the, uh, the, the country apprentice ranks with the Madison Lloyd and uh, Laura and Tatum Bull uh, finishing the top three. But Laura wrote 55 winners for the year, which is a tremendous effort for a young girl who missed the last part of the season through injury after a nasty fall at Swan Hill. Uh, we also then had the jockey view with, with uh, John Allen, first time John's won it. He was delighted. He uh, loves the Country Racing Awards, has been at, at many, many times and had a great night. So he was a bit disappointed he couldn't actually go to the night out. But the fact that he chalked up 113 winners across the season, again, is a tremendous amount of winners. He's riding virtually weekly in the country, group ones in the weekend and in the country all other days. And then following the train of the year was, again, the partnership of Kieran Maher and Dave Eustace. So they won this uh, last year for the first time and went back-to-back. So a great performance by them. Again, their stables are really flying now for a couple of years of getting used to their big numbers. They've actually now got a great process in place and uh, they churned out 228 winners for the season, which is a phenomenal effort. Fantastic. Uh, sadly, we couldn't be there, but uh, we were there on Zoom and watching in on the Racing.com coverage. And great to chat to you about uh, Saturday night. 
Darren, all the best going forward. Let's hope we chat to you soon about crowds returning in country racing because we're getting closer to those features. We know health and safety is paramount, but we're crossing fingers. Things can change uh, soon. And all the best. Uh, thanks for uh, taking the uh, time to have a chat to me this morning. And also, I repeat, I'm, I'm honoured and appreciative of doing something that I love and something that I find so enjoyable. And uh, thanks a lot again. Uh, thank you, Andrew. And as I say, I really do hope we can chat in the coming weeks and months about all the great country cups and crowds we're going to have in the, uh, the months ahead.